Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, Good morning, morning Russell. Good morning, all. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for a new week that lies ahead. We thank you for new opportunity. We thank you, Lord, that you renew for you renew your mercy for us this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you make your grace available. And we thank you that you are ever willing to convict, but never willing to condemn. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so, Father, we come back looking at all our mistakes, we turn around. Looking at all our vulnerabilities, looking at all the crowns we wear, we renounce those, we turn around. We come back to you in the house, Lord. And we ask for mercy. We ask for a renewal of grace that we might have the strength to carry on, to soldier on, to march forward, to learn and grow in your ways, to walk with you in the light. We thank you, Lord, that you are ever willing to lift us up. And you are ever willing to go with us, to lead us in the way we should go. And we thank you that you call us to be with you in the secret place. Every single day that we can commune with you, that we can draw and drink from you again. Where you open up our understanding, you pour into us your wisdom. You show us the way in which we should go. And the more we meditate on your word, the more real it becomes to us. That becomes flesh and dwells within us. We thank you, Lord, for the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts every time we are with you. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. We share it with all those that have made mistakes, Lord, and want to come back. With everyone that repents, knowing that as soon as we repent, you are ever willing to take each one of those back. When we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths once again that Jesus Christ is Lord, you are ever willing to lift them up. And we share it also, Lord, with all those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Father. And we call on your name, the name of our maker, the name of our lifter, the one who is our preserver, the one who leads us in the way we should go, and the one who makes the parched land a pool of water and the thirsty land springs of water. No matter how dry and empty our lives may seem, you are there to lift us up. You sent your word and your spirit. And so we pray in the name of that word, the name of Jesus, who is our daily bread, in whom are hidden treasures of wisdom and knowledge. The one who came to redeem, the one who came to heal, the one who gave us his blood. And made a covenant by that blood. That we shall have salvation. The one who is our rock and our refuge. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and our destiny. 
means the Lord our redemption. The Lord who heals the way, the truth and the life. And we bring the name of his spirit. The spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory, the spirit of life. He is the spirit of truth. He is our advocate, our intercessor, our counsellor. The Lord who in the midst of his people is mighty. And he has made his tabernacle within our body so that he lives within us. He is the one who heals our backsliding. He is the one who gives life to our spirit. He is the one who quickens us. That we are charged to hear from the Father and to gain revelation. It is he who reveals the deep and secret things, the mysteries of the kingdom made available to us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us. You thank, we thank you that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer, where we can commune with you and we can legally authorize you to step into our circumstances. We thank you that you bless us with the ability to speak your word, knowing that your words are spirit and they are life. So when we speak them in alignment with your will, then they infuse life into any and every situation. We thank you, Father, that you are teaching us something new in this current Bible study series on your word. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every physical provision that we need in order to survive. And we thank you, you teach us your ways, Lord, that you do not abandon your own, that you are ever willing to lift us up. You are ever willing to bring us back into your house. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by your precious blood, Lord. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, Accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11 that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like us to reflect on the journey of the deliverer. 
And I'd like to start with Jeremiah 1, verse 5. We are all called to be prophets in some capacity as ordained by God. And whatever mandate is placed on your life, you will be trained for it. We saw that in our Friday Bible study series on the time of testing. And that testing can be rigorous as well. Now that training at some stage will take on the shape of suffering itself. Some of us will be enjoying every good thing in our life with no scarcity whatsoever until the day the Lord says it is time. And he sends you to the wilderness of scarcity, of limitation of all sorts and separation from life as you knew it. For others, it could be that they have grown up in that wilderness not knowing anything different. Suffering all their lives. And God calls them to be deliverers of men. They might even look at their current state and say, Lord, how will I help anyone when I can't even help myself? Do you see my bank balance and you say I'm your financial apostle? Do you see my discernment and you say I am a deliverance minister or a healer? How then will it be possible? When I myself am trapped in chains, how will I free others? And God says that is the exact training, the journey of a deliverer. Now for that, the classic example the Bible gives us is the journey of Moses. He was a prince of Egypt. Everything was kept prepared for him before he woke up in the morning. He even ate at the king's table. And yet one day, when he was faced with the truth, he killed an Egyptian and all hell broke loose in his life. Being a prince of the country, on whom the nation was proud, he was now exiled. And there began his journey. What did that journey look like? He took on the exact path of difficulties that he would later lead the Israelites on through the desert. They were meant to take the same path and so God had him walk that path first. So he would have to go through hunger, bear the heat, through thirst, through helplessness, being all alone in the desert. God used his personal experience to train him as a deliverer. And then he came back to Egypt and he experienced their suffering as well. Every deliverer must pass through the exact same pain that he will deliver others from. And God insists on the training being that way. Look at Jesus. To save others from death due to sin, he himself had to die bearing all the sins of the world on himself. And so he can now intercede for us. Hebrews 4 verse 4, 15 talks about it and says, He empathizes with our infirmity and our vulnerability. Because he himself has been there. Being condemned, carrying sin in him. 
condemned to death and so he knows what that feels like and so he can intercede for us seated at the right hand of god so what's the significance of this discussion then why this reflection we are all called to stand for the kingdom rich men do not give it is only givers who give they don't need to be rich to give they are those that love that empathize that feel for others based on their own scars and god insists on how you having those scars when you are a deliverer you don't have to be given a big job in the kingdom to be a deliverer there are many that might think oh that's for the big prophets or the big apostles or the big evangelists it is not for me each of us are called in our own right to do a job no matter how small it is it could be something like an ananias we never hear about him anywhere after that one incident with paul his only job from what we know in the bible was to bring salvation to paul can you imagine ananias being taken out of that role can you imagine him refusing a small but an important job without him there would be no salvation for paul and jesus met paul on the way to damascus but he did not bypass ananias no matter how small that seemed in fact he insisted that ananias do the job so don't look at your pain from a selfish or a victimized angle don't look at yourself and say that is not a job for me he's got big ministers they will do it he's got the priests he's got the bishops he's got leaders he's got evangelists don't ask god why all this pain what is my fault instead ask him what instead of why lord what are you doing where are you taking it can be difficult to ask these questions when you are going through it it's very difficult where we are wondering i didn't do anything wrong what is my mistake more importantly we need to ask the question of lord what are you trying to reveal to me and what are you trying to teach me what did i miss the last time it could be a crucial lesson in your training that you need to undergo so that when you face those kind of circumstances in battle you do not give up on your hope you do not fail or what must i do what must i learn in this training in order to fulfill your purpose that you will show me so that when the trial comes during the battle i don't back down i don't lose hope i don't give up Moses went through the exact same thing so that when he then led the israelites through the desert he was familiar with it he wasn't afraid of even the unknown that would come through and even though god prolonged that journey of what should have taken them 7 days he prolonged it to 40 years moses still wasn't afraid 
we need to ask for grace ask these questions of lord what are you trying to show me what is your purpose that you are trying to indicate to me here and ask for grace to step into that part of our training and endure it so if you reckon that there is a calling on your life or you discern that the pain that you are currently going through is god trying to say something to you then take it up in prayer and seek direction for the next steps in your journey father in the name of jesus i pray that we do not discount ourselves as baby christians that we do not discount ourselves on the calling that you have placed for our life that we do not turn away from you and more importantly lord i ask for the grace that whenever we face setbacks in our lives we don't turn our back but we look forward we continue in that battle knowing that there is light at the end of that tunnel knowing that you are there with us all along the way knowing that you walk with us knowing that you show the light you light that way and you make it possible I ask for edification in our spirit this day, Lord. That edification to soldier on. That edification to look through all those challenges and see your purpose in there and derive joy. The joy of what is to come. So that even in the times of our battle, when we see that you have prepared that table for us, then we start rejoicing. so that when we know that you anointed our head with oil now our lives and everything in it must overflow then we derive joy out of it lord we look to the things not that are seen but that which is unseen and we keep moving i ask for this edification in our spirit this day father <clears throat> and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day we pray for all those that are on their deathbeds father we ask for peace in their hearts in your name on their lips we ask for forgiveness for sins and we ask for the gift of salvation to touch their lives today we pray also for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind especially divorce we pray lord for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially prayerlessness ignorance busyness poverty all forms of afflictions and addictions as well that every such yoke of the enemy be broken in the name of jesus that no one of this house father carry that yoke of the enemy but willfully we accept your yoke knowing that your yoke is easy and your burden is light and you came that we might have life and have it to the full in abundance
your yoke is one of abundance and of dominion. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. <clears throat> As we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit, we believe that we have received, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandakanamba, <laughs> <laughs> 
while we were praying then, the Lord gave me a vision very similar to what I've been given before, a person digging with a shovel. And this person has been digging for a while. And then he's shown me a beautifully cut diamond. Now, the Lord has put on my heart, this is an edification for somebody, a lifting up for somebody, and a don't give up. And the scripture I've been given is 1 Corinthians 2, verses 9 and 10. But as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the heart of man conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. God has revealed to us through the spirit, for the spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Ephesians 3.20, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study teachings, please share those with friends and family. Invite them to join us. You can share links for them to join live. You can also point them to recordings on YouTube or Spotify. And you can share the link to the prayer group with them so they can come and join us. They can share their prayer requests there and others will pray with them on it. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, brothers. God bless everyone.